Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story, Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox announcing she has dropped murder charges against a woman and her 14-year-old son who were accused of killing a man in a forest outside hot dog stand last week. WBBM's T. Miller reports nearly obtained video of the incident may have been a factor. 35-year-old Carlisha Hood and her son were both being held. She was accused of ordering her 14-year-old son to shoot and kill a man in the restaurant. And prosecutors have said the boy did shoot and kill 32-year-old Jeremy Brown, following Brown outside and firing again on the orders of his mother, Carlisha Hood. And prosecutors have said Hood ordered her son to shoot Brown's girlfriend, too. He did not, and and mother and son left and face charges later. What's changed? A video surface that appears to show Jeremy Brown beating Hood with his fists. Prosecutors have only said emerging evidence led to dropping charges against mother and son. Prosecutors say, based upon the facts, evidence, and the law, we are unable to meet our burden of proof in the prosecution of these cases. Steve Miller, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Chicago police still searching for the person who walked up to a passenger seated in a rideshare last night and shot him. The 19 year old was killed in that car in on West Taylor in Little Italy. Experts say one key to reducing violence in the city involves more job opportunities, especially for young people. Today, Mayor Johnson announced 25,000 teenagers and young adults are getting those opportunities in this year's edition of a one-summer Chicago program. About 2,000 more jobs available this year over last, but that still leaves about 24,000 applicants on the wait list. Mayor Brandon Johnson at a youth job orientation on the south side says that those numbers show a tremendous demand. And so when people speak um, ill of our young people, it's why I defend them because they want the opportunities and we're going to work hard every single day to continue to bring the city of Chicago together uh, to make sure we're meeting those demands. Mayor Johnson says the goal is to double the number of jobs available and to offer year-round opportunities. And fresh off a flight from London, Chicago Cubs Senior VP of Communications Julian Green says that through the Cubs, just one of many private and public partnerships, the program includes a pipeline to concession jobs for youth. And it's something he takes personal. I am a product of the summer jobs program. Yeah. I worked at Tule Park on 90th and King Drive as a recreation leader for six years in a row. I think they still owe me a pension. Green says that he learned teamwork, discipline, accountability, and responsibility through opportunities like One Summer Chicago. On the South Side, Brandon Eisen, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. And 306, and residents in a Libertyville neighborhood say the sound of a pickleball is not what they want to hear on an early weekend morning. The newly opened pickleball court is said to be disturbing their quiet time. James Hughes, who lives near the new court at Paul Neal Park, is asked to compare pickleball noise to landscapers working. Pickleball noise is is an is an impulsive sound. Okay. It is not a landscape sound. It okay. is not a constant drone. It's okay. an impulsive sound. 
It's a sound that's at a frequency that actually impacts humans. Well, some pickleball supporters say Paul Neal Park was a bad choice to place the courts. The Libertyville Village Board member says that they will make this right. The board will meet next month. State and local leaders are offering tributes today following the death of a member of one of Chicago's first families of philanthropy. Authorities in Colorado say James Crown died in a crash on a race course near Aspen. He was 70. Three weeks ago, James Crown was named the chair of the commercial club of Chicago's Task Force on Violence. Governor Britsker talked about James Crown at an unrelated event this morning. He was a good friend to many. Uh, beyond just people in the business community, he cared deeply about this city and about the people of the city. He was a tremendous philanthropist, um, supporting programs for people who had been left out and left behind. James Crown's grandfather, Henry, founded the Material Services Corporation, which eventually merged with General Dynamics. A Chicago hospital stepped up to help a man having a rare medical episode. 33-year-old Alex McEwen acknowledges he works a stressful job 65 to 70 hours a week. He decided to make working out a priority in order to keep himself in good health. While at the gym one day back in May, he had what is called a very rare stroke. He started feeling hot, sweaty, lightheaded. He was losing control of the left side of his body when paramedics arrived. At Northwestern, doctors put him in emergency surgery, removing a blood clot that was blocking blood flow to the right side of his brain. During treatment for the stroke, it was discovered that he has a heart condition that affects about 1% of the population. He's been discharged from the hospital, but will have that repaired in a future treatment. Cisco Cotto, News Radio 1059, WBB. Of Amtrak now running high speed rail service through Joliet and all the way down to St. Louis. Amtrak executives say their Chicago to St. Louis service has gotten a makeover. For the first time, paying passengers will travel at speeds up to 110 miles per hour, shaving about half an hour off the total trip. Governor Pritzker presided over the announcement. Union Station. With this final piece of the transition to high speed, we've cut down on the travel times and boosted safety, reliability, and convenience along the way. Former Federal Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood, the one-time Illinois congressman, said he's been working on this upgrade since he was part of the Obama administration. One of the visions that President Obama, Vice President Biden, uh, and all of us had was to speed up the train, and that, that's really what these investments uh, are allowing us to do. The longtime Republican says he's glad support for high-speed rail has been bipartisan. Craig Delamore, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Neighbors saw their property assessments go up this year, and the man in charge of that, Cook County Assessor Fitzkegee's property has gone down. A review of similar homes within five blocks of Assessor Kagey's Oak Park House by the Tribune found their assessments increased 32 percent, while his dropped 5 percent. The assessments are done every three years to determine property taxes. In a statement shared with WBBM, the assessor says he requested an inspection three years ago that found his home had been underassessed and his tax bill subsequently went up 50 His most recent assessment, he says, puts his house at the highest price per square foot compared to similar homes in his neighborhood. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059 WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information.